What are we, fighting the weather now? Locals say the cyclone had a face. People see things when they're under stress. Okay, that does not mean that this is the start to some other big world. Who are you? You don't want any part of this. Brunch movies back. It's been a bit since we recorded last. First episode in a while. Yeah. We got the Marvel fever here at Brunch Movies. Absolutely. And we always release these episodes on time, so I'm sure this one will come out right when uh, Far From Home is releasing in America. Phase four is, is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, we just released an episode, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which is not part of the MCU, so don't get confused. Mm-hmm. Try, try and keep up with us here. Um... Uh, so there's going to be spoilers here, Avengers yeah. Endgame, we're talking we're talking about the all the movies. Every, everyone that's been released today. So, all spoilers. So spoiler alert. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the latest and final MCU movie, mm-hmm. uh, final in Phase 4, before we move on to, oh sorry, final in Phase 3. Phase 3, right. That's phase right. 4 is coming next, so we don't know really what's coming next. Mm-mm. It's a mystery. There's no internet speculation. There's no rumors. It's a complete black hole if you look it up. So we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. With a bonus, we are going to uh, pay tribute to the Marvel films, and we're going to rank every movie in the MCU um, on a scale of brunchiness. That's 23 movies. The amount of effort we put into this is extreme. It's hours. It's, it's extreme. Sweat. Um... We were fortunate that Far From Home was actually released in Japan before it was released in America. Way before. Like a week before. Yeah. I mean, that's actually quite a bit. Suck at America. Yeah, suck our dicks. Um, and I think that's probably because of economic reasons they can make more money on the July 4th weekend, right? Yeah. Like, that's probably the Sure. But I like to believe it's it's for the white guys in Japan they did that because they know we're the true nerds like, that need come on man yeah. we gotta see our Spider-Man hook up the white nerds in Asia and that's that's what it was all about so okay Spider-Man Far From Home Dave mm-hmm. picks up where Avengers Endgame left off yes you've got Peter Parker aka Spider-Man mm-hmm. you got his uh, nerdy spoiler alert his nerdy friend uh, Ned yep uh, the guy in the chair yeah uh, you've got uh, MJ. MJ, who's Zin, uh, Z- Zidania? What is it? Zenya? Zendaya. Zendaya. She's great. Yeah. I didn't actually remember that she was MJ from the first movie. I know. I, I, the, the first movie is a little bit left they didn't my mind. Call her MJ? I don't know. Yeah. MJ's supposed to have red hair, by Stands the way. Stands for Michael Jackson. Wait a second. But we will yeah. need a new team captain next year. So I am appointing Michelle. Hey. Thank you. My friends call me MJ. I thought you didn't have any friends. I didn't. Just like Ariel. They just announced uh, Ariel's no longer. Yeah, all these redheads are... The gingers are being deleted. As a ginger, I'm seeing my my people being just deleted, canceled, left and right. Now, is there some kind of a website or charity that we could give money to to help protect the gingers? Uh, You know, I, I, I imagine they start crossing off 
crossing over into pretty scary racist stuff when you start talking about preservation of white roles. So racism has no place on this podcast. <laughs> no, no place on this podcast. So I would say support the actors for playing the roles well. And they definitely did. She did a great job. I actually yeah. thought she was. So we got MJ. We got Marissa yeah. Tomei, aka Hi. Aunt May. Aunt, Aunt Sexy May is what I Marissa call her. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Uh, don't Tomato, which is a Japanese, like, uh, don't stop because don't she's, stop. The, she yeah. was, she's looking anyway, so good. Anyway, what did I apply for? That's what I'm here to hash out. Okay. Hash, hash it out. Okay. It's so hard for me to believe that she's someone's aunt. Yeah, well, we come in all shapes and sizes, you know. And then we've got Tony Stark. Oh, no uh, Tony Stark. No Tony Stark, but his memory la- is there. His memory's there. His, he's, he is like the specter of this film. Yeah, his, he, I mean... His shadow looms long. There you go. The shadow of his gravestone. Yeah, and it's sad. I mean, everyone, I, I didn't cry during the fourth Avengers. I, yeah. I know my wife was like weeping, and she's not even a huge fan, but yeah. I definitely was close. And you can, I think they do, they do highlight how important Tony Stark was, not just to the movies, but to the the universe that this is in. You know. Yeah. So he's 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 here in spirit. Um, but but Tony Stark is dead. Let's let's be real. Captain America is is old and moved on, presumably dead at this point. Has to picks up picks up basically where it left off. Uh, they kind of fill us in on the blip, yeah. which is the snap is called the blip. Now. Yeah. So yeah, they. Uh, I guess it was the snap when everyone went away and they weren't coming back, but then right. they came back. Right. So it became a blip instead of a snap. Right, and I think they should have explained it just like that. Like have someone sit us down, yeah, you know, like almost like a professorial type situation. It, it it's actually a cutesy high school video that explains that everyone's back on Earth. Those that did blip out, that didn't age five years, are now just taking classes Historic. all over. Over five years ago, half of all life in the universe, including our own Midtown High, was wiped from existence. But then, eight months ago, a band of brave heroes brought us back. <laughs> They called it the blip. Those of us who blipped away came back the same age, but our classmates that didn't blip had grown five years older. One thing that isn't highlighted, however, is just the degradation of society that happens. It seemed that we only followed people that were blipped. We literally didn't yeah, it was see very, anyone that was Very blipped. convenient that yeah. all of Peter Parker's friends blipped. <laughs> yeah, literally everyone that he knew blipped. All, yeah, all of his like yeah. pals yeah. like and anti-pals. I mean, you could have had MJ not blip and then be a cradle robbing type situation. Yeah. You know, she'd be a hot 21-year-old at he that point. He could have been like chasing her she still. Could be, he could, she could have been buying him some booze. Where's one Stacy? Yeah. I mean, like there's so many opportunities to like have underage drinking here. Yeah. There's a little bit on it on the plane, which is kind of cool. Mm, yeah. I'm all about underage drinking. So, um, so Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man is kind of sick of being <laughs> Spider-Man. He just... Sick at being home. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He just anymore. wants to go on on summer break with yeah. his class, go to Europe and have fun and not have to do Spider-Man things. I mean, to be honest, I think it's offensive to leave America. I would never do something like that. Sure. To go to Europe of all places. Ugh. Japan, we have otaku heaven here, all right? Everything is like anime. But to go to Europe, come on. Yeah. Especially countries that we didn't defeat during yeah. World War II. They might have been allies, which also upsets me. Like, Yeah. or well, We don't want allies. We want... yeah. We want to crush. We want to crush. Always crushing. That's the American way and dream. I, I was a little offended that they, they fell into that liberal mindset when it came to Peter Parker visiting these countries, though. Yeah, he seemed really excited about it. Yeah, was it like half of Americans don't have passports? Are you telling me when they were blipped, uh, those passports didn't expire? Here's what I think. If you have a passport, sacrifice your right to vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. 
If you're abroad, oh, you're going to leave America. Right. Oh, say goodbye to right. your vote. That's a good Love idea. Love it or leave it. Still pay taxes though. Oh, oh you got to pay the, yeah. those taxes. Taxation without representation. That's the American way. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're in agreement on yeah. this. That was a little bit of getting political there. It was a little bit. I'm also, they didn't address passport expiration dates, like how those kids split back uh, and they yeah. suddenly, you know, passports last, what, eight years, ten years? Sure. You know, I and mean. And you mentioned the underage drinking. There was a guy whose ID says he's 21, but right. because he blipped, he's not really So, so he clearly didn't have time to update his ID, or maybe he chose not to. Yeah, this sounds like a logistics nightmare. Oh, my God. And they, they were talking about people reappearing in their old right. apartments and that someone else had bought it. Yeah, they did the sports where, like, the... The, the players reappeared on the court or the cheerleaders like, like, crash into the yeah, marching Yeah, think about band. all the car accidents, the plane crashes. Like, what if you blip, were blipped on a plane and then you blip back and you just fall from the sky? Yeah. There had to be... 50% <laughs> of all people riding airplanes... <laughs> Probably just died. Died. Yeah. Unless... Or just reappeared in someone's lap. Right. right. Do you think there's ever someone that blipped back and they, like flipped inside of another human causing that human to like explode around kind them. of like ant-man going up uh someone's bunghole and then enlarging yeah. himself Ooh, i'd like oh, Ant-Man to go to my yeah. bunghole <laughs> just a little bit enlarged. yeah, yeah. A, little, a certain part of it yeah, yeah yeah um but no they didn't address any of that they literally had no characters that were not included in the blip well they did the the teacher talked about how his wife pretended right, yeah, that, to that was funny that was and funny. left him did i tell you how my wife pretended to blip out Turns out she ran off with a guy in her hiking group. We had a fake funeral for her and everything. Well, the funeral was real. But it's because I thought she was really dead. Do you want to see the video? So, But none of the... Yeah, it, it was very isolated while at the same time addressing what had happened. I think they had to do that because it's closing off on the phase three and stuff. Yeah, and they kind of had to be like hey this world's still here like we're still yeah. going we're still going we're still going and like yeah this still happened like they didn't just like erase everything you didn't see like i remember in i think it was an end game where they were going down the streets and everything was overgrown everything was downtrodden like this you know yeah they're the memorials the memorials of everyone that but when they go to europe as europe be doing it was beautiful europe you know was, yeah europe was fine europe they, the hotel maybe, room was a little maybe they only blipped americans that's well maybe America first. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Thanos knew that America was the biggest threat to his power. America first, and then women and children first. Yeah, and then let the else. men be men a little yeah, bit. Drink all those. Men. Drink out of the whiskey, which you know that I I appreciate. So so he goes on his school trip, but the universe has other plans. Yeah, and uh, some giant elemental uh, creatures start mm-hmm. showing up and terrorizing and destroying various cities around the globe. Right. And then a new mysterious person, very mysterious. Yeah. Uh, Mysterio, in fact. Yeah. That, that's the character. It's the Italian word for Mysterio. Mysterio. Bucca da One of my favorite superheroes, Bucca da Beppa. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, Jill, Jake Gyllenhaal, luckily, is, is there to like, kind of clean up the damage. You know, there's a bit of vacuum left there. The Avengers are off world mm-hmm. or dead or yeah. moved on. Conveniently, everyone is just in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's in space or retired. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, Hawkeye's. I'm getting too old for this he's shit. He's just a samurai again, slashing people in Tokyo uh, yeah. with his wife and children in tow. Got- and so Nick Fury shows up and mm-hmm. says, hey, Peter Parker, stop ghosting me. I yeah. used to know everything. Then I come back five years later and now I know nothing. No intel, no team, and a high school kid 
is dodging my calls. Uh, we're going to need your help dealing with this giant fire monster who mm -hmm. destroyed uh, Earth in a different dimension. And that's where Jake Chillenwall comes from. Different Earth, different dimension. Right. And that's why he's got all these cool, fancy powers. Yeah. So, so Spider-Man and Jake Gyllenhaal kind of become friends. They team up, and uh, they, you know, take care of the bad guy. Yeah. Now they, here's yeah. here's where the plot kind of kind of shifts, and mm -hmm. we're like definitely going deep in spoilers here. Yeah. Now, if you've read the comics, which I've glanced at them, we don't read, no, but but I've seen the comics. Very hard to read. Mysterio is actually um, a villain, a super mm -hmm. villain mm -hmm. in the Marvel comics. You don't say. So you kind of have this in your back of your brain yeah. going, wait a minute, this seems a little fishy. Yeah. And then you and then you kind of see in this moment after they've achieved victory against these uh, giant elemental monsters, there's like a weird moment where Peter Parker shoots some web and it like hits something kind of invisible and you're like, oh, yeah. this is weird. And, and uh, you know, Tony Stark, like we said, lives on. Uh, he left a... Uh, much like Dumbledore left mm. gifts for Harry Potter. Right. Uh, we've got uh, Tony Stark wow. leaving. You That's know, a great reference. Yeah, right Dumbledore left yeah. Um, a golden snitch for Harry Potter. Yeah. I open at the close, it said. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in this case, uh, say Edith, uh, into these Tony Stark glasses. Glasses, yeah. And Tony Stark has just given a 17-year-old you know, essentially power the power to, to like drone strike anyone yeah. any in the world at any time. Isn't that like Donald Trump? Because he's a mental seventeen-year-old. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, my friends are here, and I can't help but think that we're putting them in danger. You worried about us hurting your friends? You, who called a drone strike on your own school tour bus? Stark gave you a multi-billion-dollar AR tactical intelligence system, and the first thing you do with it? It's trying to blow up your friends. It's clear to me that you were not ready for this. That's probably what that's a reference to. So Peter Parker has these cool glasses. Tony mm -hmm. Stark's like, yo, you're the new Iron Man. Yeah. 17 years old. Kill anyone you want in the world. That's like the solution. Do it. Yeah. Tony Stark is still kind of a weirdo, man. Like, mm -hmm. as much as he, you know. He's kind of grooming Spider-Man a little bit there. Yeah, definitely. You know, like have, you, have you guys seen the Onion review of uh, Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming? No. Okay. <laughs> Does it reference that? I highly recommend. Uh, <laughs> highly recommend everyone watch that. Uh, Onion does movie reviews. Yeah, I, I, I love those reviews. Yeah. Tom Holland plays Lust's muse, 15-year-old Peter Parker, whose sexual awakening is triggered by his transformation from naive virginal high schooler into the titular Spider-Man. Discovering his newfound superpower as an erotic being, Parker realizes that his very presence inflames the carnal urges of all those around so him. So Peter Parker, he, like I said, he just wants to get back to normal life, teenage life. Mm -hmm. He's got these glasses from Tony Stark that are weighing him down, much like the ring in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The one ring. Yes, he's a Frodo-like character. He's a Frodo-like character here. Yeah. That the weight of these drones is weighing yeah. him down. He just wants to, you know, be done with it. He doesn't want to be the new Iron Man. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is like, well, my world's already destroyed. I mm -hmm. got these cool lasers and I can fly around. So you're pretty great if, uh, you know, I got those glasses. But he, he, he thinking, does it cleverly. Yeah, he, he doesn't does it cleverly. Yeah. Much like Gandalf right. cleverly gets the dwarves one by one into mm -hmm. Bjorn's dwelling. Right. Knowing that if all 12 dwarfs showed up <laughs> at the same time, that he yeah. would, he'd kind of be overwhelmed. We stopped doing the Hobbits, didn't we? We we did an, uh, an unreleased Hobbit cast, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a good reference there. 
Um, yeah, it's it's very it's very Lord of the Rings esque here. Yeah, uh, it's a, it, this movie is basically the same plot of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's great. and so Peter Parker gives the glasses over to Jake Gyllenhaal, aka mm. Mysterio, thinking he can be the next Tony Stark, yeah. and I can just be a friendly neighborhood spider. Right. Hello, Peter. Hi. Yeah. Um, I'd like to transfer your control over to Quentin Beck. Peter, what are you doing? Doing the right thing. <laughs> Any transfer will require confirmation. Stark gave you the glass. Stark gave me a choice. It's my choice to make, okay? And I'm gonna make it. Look, you're a soldier, a leader. You stopped the elementals. You saved my life. You saved the world, okay? He'd want you to have him. Waiting for confirmation. Confirm. Welcome to the Avengers. I want to chill with MJ. Yeah. I want to like, give Michael her a Jackson. glass necklace. Yeah. And... This is when the twist happens. Much like the blip or the snap, the twist. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you cue some chubby checker for us here, John? <laughs> Vic Berger special. Yeah. This is when it's kind of revealed. All of a sudden, the god disappears. All the people that are around them, they kind of their costumes fade away. Mm-hmm. Turns out that Jake Gyllenhaal has been using drones, projecting holograms. Yeah. To invent these elementals, they were never really there. He was no. just blowing stuff up with drones. Yeah, and his whole goal was to get this Edith access system Edith. from Peter Parker because him and all these other nerds that worked for Tony Stark were like, "Yo, we we want to blow shit up. We want to be powerful and kill people." And and so it was all a ruse just to you know take over the world essentially. Yeah, and make Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Mysterio, essentially a fake hero. Yeah, a fake hero that everyone loves, yeah. and he saves the world from all these disaster things. So he needed something that was on the same scale of yeah. the Avengers so in his order pl- to win the love exactly. of the festival. So his plan was then to do this massive terrorist event in London, have himself save people while sacrificing an enormous number of people to make himself the new true hero, the leader of the Avengers, but it's all a facade, it's all... Uh, it's all Hollywood yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah, it's all for guys. In the comics, uh, Mysterio is actually a failed actor. Oh, is he? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is not, because he is He's wonderful. A successful actor. Very successful actor in this one. So then Spider-Man realizes, oh shit, I've made a huge mistake, mm-hmm. and he now needs to stop Mysterio, who everyone thinks is awesome, and has to fight him, overcome odds, blah, 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 right. blah, 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 great power, great responsibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. save the world, save the girl, much like James Bond. MJ uh, figures out he's Spider-Man midway through this. Yeah. She Look at the brains on MJ. I know. I mean, they're wonderful. She's very tall. She's quite a tall woman. She's very, very... Uh, tall and smart it's our last night in Europe and I had this plan that I wanted to tell you I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you uh MJ I I'm Spider-Man what that's what you were gonna say that you're Spider-Man no I'm not Spider-Man so he does save the day he saves the day and he gets the girl and he gets the girl good for good for Peter Parker yeah yeah. And uh, John Favreau is fucking uh, Marissa Tomei. Which is, I mean, that guy's track record. You have Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, in films. And uh, Marissa Tomei. That has to be top and he, 10. And Tony Stark probably fucked him. Oh, you think? Yeah. To get, to to make He's him. To dominate him, you know? Oh. Whenever you have a man servant like that. It's you almost know? like you his, gotta... it's karma that he gets Marissa Tomei. It's Tomé. very, like, you know, ancient Greece kind of thing of just like. Mm-hmm. 
putting someone, you know, like like a dog would do. You think Tony to, Tony Stark? That's how he treated relations. Oh, definitely. He just fucked the dudes around him. Yeah, just to make maybe sure that's why knew. Captain America didn't trust him. Yeah, because he's America's ass. Yeah, and then if 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 Tony Stark fucked. It might be hard to fuck. Maybe that's why Tony Stark didn't like Captain America because uh, his he's so strong that it'd be uh, hard to penetrate do it. him. Yeah, but Even if he, if he what if he was wearing his Iron Man suit, kind of like a fur suit, but it's iron? Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's a thing? Dude. Like a instead of fur suits, like iron suits? Oh yeah, like you could be a knight. You yeah. could be uh, like what's the Bioshock game suit? Yeah, you could be it Iron could, Man. You could be a, a um, space guy, an underwater spelunker. Yeah, yeah, like old school spelunker. Yeah, uh, first spacesuits; those were kind of clunky and stuff. It's uh, like Transformer like, cosplay. Oh, man, yeah, there's a lot. I bet there's there has to be a community out there. Any weirdos out there at brunch movies? <laughs> let us send know. us your pics. Let us know if you're dressing up as a metal <laughs> humanoid. <laughs> And fucking. Oh, we fought Ultraman. There has to be a bunch of Ultraman stuff out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you ever see... So, this is a, maybe only people in Japan will get, but do you ever, like, see Ultraman and, like, it looks like he has boobs? No. Does he, He's like, usually he, a very thin Japanese man in that yeah, suit. Yeah, he's supposed to have, like, muscles, but they just look like boobs half the time. Do you think they're fake, uh, like, prosthetic muscles that then bunch up a bit? I, I don't know. I'm just uh, When I've noticed him, it doesn't look like muscles. It looks like he has boobs. No. You know, we don't want to judge robots for their their look. Is Ultraman that. a robot? Is Ultraman's a robot? Astro Boy's a robot. I don't know about Astro Ultraman. Boy's definitely a robot. I guess he's a man, right? He has a helmet. Is really, Ultraman? what does it mean to be a human? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what does it mean to be a spider human? Yeah. Spider-Man kills Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, Jake Gyllenhaal dies. Jake Gyllenhaal dies. He kind of is shot by his own drone, but he kind of... He kind of dies by Spider-Man's hand. And then we uh, see the movie credits, post-credits. We see that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was recording the whole thing. His staff manipulates the the info yeah. and then makes it look like... Spider-Man's the bad guy. Bad guy. Which is a common trope in Spider-Man comics. It's right. like, you know, the hero saves yeah. the day, but he's made to look bad. Uh, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson at the Daily Bugle, which has become the Daily Bugle.net. Yeah. And uh, best scene we've got J.K. Simmons playing like an Alex He's Jones recasted, type. right? From uh was He's been in all, all of the, the Spider-Man yeah. series. So all three Spider-Man 2 movies he's yeah. been in. Yeah, the, as the uh Daily He's Bugle perfect guy. for the Daily Bugle guy. Yeah. It's like the best casting choice. Yeah, and they did it they did it really well here where you know like newspapers dead so they Alex just made Jones. him like an yeah. internet yeah, Alex yeah. Jones type screaming at the yeah. camera about uh needing more pictures of Spider-Man. Shocking video was released earlier today on the controversial news website, thedailybugle.net. There you have it, folks. Conclusive proof that Spider-Man was responsible for the brutal murder of Mysterio, an interdimensional warrior who gave his life to protect our planet and who will no doubt go down in history as the greatest superhero of all time. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of the movie. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was good. I, I think... Phase three for Marvel has been, with a few clunkers in there, has been very strong. What's your f- least favorite in uh, phase three? I thought Captain Marvel was pretty yeah, bad. I agree. Yeah. Uh, is that is that it? I, I mean, think that's probably the worst. Guardians one. of the Galaxy 2 was pretty bad. Is that phase three? Yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. Was... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is worse than Captain Marvel, for sure. Yeah. But the Ant-Man movies have been great. Loved Ant-Man. Uh, Avengers, Avengers Endgame, Infinity War. Black Panther was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a pretty successful phase. I mean, however many movies, it was like seven or eight Thor movies. finally got good. Thor, uh, we'll probably talk about it later. Easily, my Thor 3 is my favorite. 
Yeah, uh, it's ours. So well done, Marvel. You've yeah. successfully completed the what you Golf set out pile? to do. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Standing up. Yeah. Yeah. That's rare. I don't think we've done that for a movie. Ooh. It's a ghost in here. Is it joining us in? Is there a ghost in town? <laughs> um, so yeah, but, I like the movie too. A lot of laughs. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of comic relief. Right. We've got Martin Starr, um, known for Freaks and Geeks and mm-hmm. uh, that one Silicon Valley. We've got J.B. Smoove. Uh, He's great. From Curb yeah. Enthusiasm and Stand Up. Oh, man, I got to watch Curb again. Yeah. He's so good in Curb. That's pretty brunchy. Oh, yeah, eh. absolutely. What do you mean, eh? It's awkward though. So you, you we got feel... Ned. He's a he's a fat fuck. So yeah. <laughs> like, you I, know, I, he be eating some brunch. Maybe one or two brunches. I, I thought they casted a thirty-five year old man. To John play. Favreau. He's he, looking the same. He's had a few brunches in his day. <laughs> he definitely has had a few brunches in his day. But he's looking the same-ish. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I wouldn't call him a fat fuck. I would. Just he's thick. Fat. He's thick. Yeah. He, he's beefy. What was the movie he was in with? Um, the the they're like the two guys. It's a Vince Vaughn. Uh, rounders? No. Is it rounders? So they're gamblers, right? Yeah, they're gamblers. I think that's rounders. He's really thin back then. He looks like a completely different guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he did well. He got Marissa Tomei, who is smoking. And maybe that moves us. And he also to... knows how to cook pretty well. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he has a cooking show. I love the chef. Uh, he's a good director. He's done Marvel well. It's interesting they just cast him as an actor on this, uh, you know? I think he probably cast himself in Iron Man 1. <laughs> right. And, you know, yeah. the checks just keep coming. Yeah. But, I mean, he directed Iron Man 1, which Iron Set Man off. 1 really was turned the tide and, like, made Marvel into a big thing. That was, like, yeah. that was a good movie, a great movie even. And It's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, he set off the whole thing. Golf I mean, clap for John Favreau? Yeah. Let's do it. And John Favreau on Pod Save America. Uh, the, both. Yeah. One's a liberal hero. And, and the uh, other one is trash. Trash. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the director being the liberal hero. Yeah, yeah. He's a liberal hero. Hot takes, hot cakes. Yeah, let's do it. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. So I'm gonna start hot take. Uh, you can you can criticize me all you want. Sure. You can you can uh, you can. You can say that I moved to Japan to escape America, and you'd probably be right. But I'm going to tell you right now, my hot take is America's better than Europe. Okay. And I'm offended that far from home, the beauty of those cities and stuff aren't in America. Sure. So our hot take is that America needs those cities. Sure. You know, we're always focusing on the- America's gone. Yeah. And we're already going to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right when Captain America leaves, then we're on the 4th of July of all times. Yeah, exactly. It's just so infuriating. So why not? Why why are we always focused on the Middle East and all of those machinations? Yeah. Why are we always focused on Asia and all that China scary Let's shit? Let's bomb Europe. Let's fucking bomb it and take it over. Yeah. I'm talking about Venice, beautiful city. Look at those canals. Did you see those boats? Oh, I've seen them. I want that to be part of Michigan. And then let's take a Prague. I don't know where that is exactly. Me neither. But I want that. Well, let's just get it. Yeah. I mean, we we need a carnival in America that's not ran by carnies. We need like legitimate uh, firecrackers. Yeah, and we can call it America mass. East. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. America East. Yeah. So that's my hot take: is that we need to take over Europe, but do it 
in a way that they want to be part of, you know, what we got going on. We got after we bombed it. After we bombed, well, they're not going to have much of a choice because they really, you know, the EU is there's not much freedom going on there. No, no, and Bre- I mean, UK is leaving for a reason. Brexit should have. They should have tried to join America. Oh shit! They should have done. It'd be like, like a reversal of 1776. Yeah, like they're like Brexit, let us in. Plus, we're joining America. <laughs> They finally get an NFL team, yeah. NBA yeah, team. Yeah. Can you imagine Scottish people like interacting with us on a daily? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, they'd be so. They would love it. Yeah, they'd love. It. Lo- Scotland would love to become part of America. So we're gonna throw that out there. But that—that's kind of my hot take. I, you know, some geopolitical strategic people might be like, "Hey, that's not really feasible." But what if we blipped Europe with nuclear weapons? Let's do it. Yeah. So that's my hot take. <clears throat> All right. Well, I got a hot take as well. Hmm. Um, my hot take is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he does his best work when he's in a bubble. Bubble boy, bubble boy, and uh, he's got like a bubble little helmet thing going on here. He does. It's not bubble boy anymore. It's hey, bubble man. Bubble man. Oh snap! <laughs> have you seen the movie? No. No, I have not yet. No, I haven't. No, I'm I'm seeing it tonight. I'm no, no, tonight. not this movie. Bubble boy. Yeah. Oh yes. I, oh, of course good, I've seen. Oh good. Oh good. Come on. Who cares about this movie? Yeah. No, I pull. I pulled that. Of okay. Course. I was okay. like, you know what? Wait a second. I've seen this before. Yes. yes, I know, I know, I know. Uh, we can expand that a little bit, yeah, and we can talk about the liberal bubble that he's right. been acting in for years. Oh Brokeback Mountain. Have you been to Mexico, Jack Twist? Hmm. Because I hear what they go to Mexico for boys like you. Liberal bullshit. And this is gonna go into my hot take. Yeah. And in my hot take, I'm the- getting political. Oh, you are. Yeah. Get political, political. I want to get political. Let's get into politics. Let me be your Tory bitch. Your Tory Do it. Bitch. All right. Well, Let's this is this is what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. What's here? So, you know, we all know that, you know, God created America. God saves America, mm-hmm. and uh, God saves the Queen. Right. So God is in control. Yeah. Of God is in control. Yeah, we know that. We're we're miming how God is in control. God's hands are laying over the earth. Yeah, he he lays hands. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's with me here. No one disagrees. No one disagrees. Uh, So, you know that God hates comics. (laughs) Absolutely. Comedians are the most dreadful human beings, so... Uh, no, comic book. Oh, excuse me for my misunderstanding. Also hates those. We know that comics are the most dreadful forms of literature. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and the thing is, uh, priests make a lot of funny jokes a lot, you know, to try and get uh, the message across. So you ever priest, mean, uh, priests are kind of like stand-up comics. I mean, in, they're uh, in the service of God. Yeah. I mean, they have to keep it light up there. Yeah. You can't yeah. just be talking doom and gloom in modern society. Yeah. You got to make some good jokes. Got to do some dancing. Look at that Hillsong guy. Justin Bieber loves him. Kevin Durant loves him. Kyrie Irving loves him. That's why they all moved to New York together. Yeah. They're just so, singing songs. So comics are stand-up comics good. Comic books, bad, in God's eyes. Okay. Homosexuality, bad. Not good. So he, In God's eyes. In God's For eyes. For me personally, go ahead, but I mean, big, broke back guy, but... Yeah. <clears throat> in God's eyes, though. So. Yeah, so God's eyes. We're yeah. talking, and God is in, it's in control. Yeah. You know, God take the wheel. Yeah. So, let's look, this is, so my hot cake is, is going to be Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. because we got to enjoy him while he lasts. Yeah. And so I'm going to do a preemptive RIP Jake Gyllenhaal. You think he's going to die? And I have evidence to prove that he will. Oh, my God. God chooses if we live or die. Sure. 
God doesn't like comics and doesn't like homosexuality. True. On both of those fronts. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Stars in a movie called Brokeback Mountain. Right. Opposite Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, my God. Okay, boom. Strike one. Strike one. For Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger then goes on Mm -hmm. to be in a comic book movie playing the Joker. Uh, which one, which movie is that? In the Dark Knight. Uh, I might have seen it. I Batman. might have seen it. I'm more of a Marvel guy, you know. Six months later, dead. Wow. He wins a posthumous Oscar. Good on him, though, for winning yeah. the Oscar. Yeah, good, good on him. Yeah. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Yeah. And and so, f- follow my logic here. Yeah, strike yeah. one for Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. Brokeback Mountain. Strike two for Jake Gyllenhaal. Spider-Man Far From Home, comic book movie. Do you think that's why he waited so long to be in the Marvel Universe? He was afraid, and maybe he's now ready to die. The thing is, he's in that liberal bubble. Back to Bubble Boy, back to Mysterio's bubble Uh, helmet. Oh, my God. Tying it all together. He doesn't doesn't know. He doesn't know God. Can the world stand losing Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't know if that's a world I want to live in. It's not in our hands. I guess it's in in God's hands. It's not a world I want to live in. What's your hot cake, David? (laughs) My hot cake... uh, little bit uh so we're ending getting political there yeah that's that's also uh, get political political i want to get political let's get into politics let me be your tory bitch what do you got all right my hot cake is uh marissa tomei um, yep. who's still killing it she uh, like 70 she's like 67 is she no she, i think she must be like 51 52 how old was she in my mind Vetter Vini? She was very young in that movie. That's the German. I think she uh, must have been early 20s. She's 54, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not very old. So that was early 90s. So you're looking at like 25, 27. So she, yeah, maybe she was like mid 20s. She looks fantastic for 54. I mean, she's a beautiful. Could, could woman. be movie magic. But... She was in The Wrestler, so you get a you can see some of a you can see some of her action back then when she was in her 40s. Oh, that's a crossover with uh, Marvel as well. Yeah, because yeah, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. There you go. So there's we a lot of crossover. That like, Damn, they don't make them like they used to. Fucking 80s, man. Best shit ever. Put oh, your ass, man. Guns and Roses the rule. Crew. Yeah. Def Lap. Then that Cobain pussy had to come around and ruin it all. You know? Like there's something wrong with wanting to have a good time. I'll tell you something. I hated the fucking 90s. <laughs> <laughs> 90s fucking sucked. 90s fucking sucked. But um, honestly, she just looks fantastic. She's a great actress. My Cousin Vinny, not ironically, is one of my favorite movies. I really love that movie. You get you get Ralph... Uh, Loren. <laughs> you get the, the kid from Karate Kid. Uh, Ralph Macchio. I don't know. Sure. That sounds right. And then you get Marissa Tomei and you get... Uh, uh, what's his name? Joe Pesci. I'm Joe Pesci. Wow, that you nailed that one though. I'm glad that you you did that. Am I a clown to you? Am I a clown to you? Am I a clown to you? Yeah. Am I a clown to you? Yeah. Am I like a clown to you? Yeah. And then he, he his voice just keeps getting higher and more clownish. Am I a clown to you? One point he just rips some helium. He just keeps doing. It. <laughs> uh, and then he honks his nose. <laughs> I uh, but. It's a know. great scene in Goodfellas. It's a great scene when he honks his nose and yeah. murders the guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I found you. Uh, how about uh, brunchiness? Uh, I'd like to do a quick director's corner. You must. All right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
the director's corner. Now you can you could you could kaputs this director's corner if you don't agree with it, and and that's fine with me. And I'll I'll eat that. I'll, I'll eat that. I'll eat that sandwich. But I think it'd be great if Mysterio brought back Heath Ledger as a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> so. What if, like, right before he died, or even in the middle of it, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal's flying around, and whenever I see Jake Gyllenhaal, I just can't stop thinking about the romance that he shared with Heath Ledger on the screen. The passion and how good that movie is. <laughs> so it'd be amazing if, you know, they made a little reference to that. And, like, maybe, even if it's just a blip on the screen, you know, maybe when they're stopping the environmental monster, Heath Ledger struts oh, around I, with, like, his I, cowboy I hope head. Heath Ledger is just blipping. Oh yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just a drug-induced blip, and he's gonna come back. Yeah, just like maybe uh, God is good. Maybe God is good and brings him back. Yeah, that could be the flaw in your logic there. You're right. I yeah. forgot about the blip. I forgot about the, the blip. multiverse. If they had Heath Ledger just strutting in his all blue denim, nice cowboy hat in the background uh, in London or something like that, like a London cowboy, that would have been a really nice reference, and I would have included that if I was the director. You think if uh, Brokeback Mountain came out today with? <laughs> With Heath Ledger's hologram. Oh my God! That they yeah. would they would play Old Town Road. <laughs> Dude, and mean, yeah, Lil Nas X is gay. gay. He's gay. Oh my, oh my God! Dude, Brokeback Mountain was a bit ahead of its a bit of ahead of its time. Yeah, um, gay guys talking about cowboy shit. Yeah, man. Fuck. They just missed a chance with all the holograms. It's kind of like a not to over reference our own podcast, but when we um, you know, music. And in uh, what was that movie? Uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, the movie. Uh, uh, five foot two, five foot four. N- no, the uh, the the fictional uh, with Bradley Cooper. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. When Lady Gaga's singing the song at the end, and Bradley yeah. Cooper struts, "Come and get your love." Come and get yeah. So I'm just saying, yeah. I just think it's great to bring back actors as holograms, and that's my director's corner for this one. Okay. Yeah. I don't have a director's corner. No, uh, this movie was flawless. Okay. Wow. Corner. Let's get into brunchiness. Let's do it. Brunchy. Brunchy. Not lots the of, most brunchy. Lots of comic relief. Yeah. Uh, bright enough. Kind of takes place during the day. There's not many. There's not much. Even though Night Monkey makes an appearance, <laughs> it is the uh, it is the uh, fire Night festival. A, a, a risky name to go with, I think. Like, sure. Yeah. But it was kind of just you know an accident. That was uh mm-hmm. that that he got called that. But so like there's only really one scene at night, and that night scene it's illuminated by fire anyway. Yeah, everything's under the bright lights. We got Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a regular at brunch tables around the world. Right. Uh, brunchy film. Brunchy film. Europe, Europe is, is brunchy. brunchy. Yeah, but we brunch just... was invented in Europe. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean. When we talked about Phantom Bread, Phantom Thread, um, that was a very brunchy movie. Got brunch on the mind there, David. Yeah, I got brunch. Yeah, I can't stop it. But you know that hark. This movie, a lot of similarities to Phantom Thread, and that it's in Europe. You know, that's a big similarity they the, these two movies share. Oh and, man, it would be great if Double D Lewis came back uh, to play a Marvel character. Dude, man, get fucking Magneto. double. Oh shit! Why? You know, I know he's retired. Magneto is also gay. That's right. You get Double D Lewis in a Marvel film. 
Oh my god. Double D Lewis. He would be the best villain ever because he would turn into a villain in real life. He would, yeah, he would like he would t- method t- act <laughs> Magneto and like actually bend metal Just with his throw, mind. Like, bars of steel at his wife and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He lives in like the countryside of Ireland, which is like a perfect place to play. Lots of metal. Lots of metal, lots of grass. Yeah. You know, he could throw metal in the grass. Like he could have had a good old time. I don't know, that's it. We should bring back <laughs> I just did a, <laughs> just did a, a magneto look of like moving yeah, some metal yeah, to yeah. Dave. So yeah. great co- content for the yeah, pod. Br- brunchy movie though. Um, yeah, yeah. you're you're brunchy. I'm not gonna say 100 percent brunchy, but I'm gonna. No, we can do a scale. You you want to do the? Do you want to save it for when we put it into the big list? I don't want to do a scale. No, I just want to say brunchy. Uh, you don't do the scale. I do the scale. I'm gonna do my scale. My traditional. If you scale. must. I'm one to seven, so four being the dividing line. If it's brunchy or not, I'm gonna go with a, a four point nine five. I'm gonna go with a five. I think this is definitely brunchy. Now it's not incredibly brunchy, but it's definitely there. Great brunch pairings. Okay, um, I'm happy to go first if that's okay with you. That is okay with me. I'm so, an agreeable man. This this is definitely a themed brunch, and I've done the, a few of these in the past. But um, the concept is deception. The concept is illusion. So what your eye beholds isn't necessarily what your stomach's going to experience. Yeah. So uh, what's a nice start to a brunch? You get, you know, a Bloody Mary, right? A tall sack of pancakes. Sure. You get a mimosa. Let's start with a drink first, right? Let's say you take a sip of Bloody Mary. What do you expect? You expect A few slices of bacon. Sure. Okay. And um, you, you, you get you get a Bloody Mary and you expect acidity, some sweetness, and then some salt. Right? So but when you when you when you taste this Bloody Mary, it's actually just watermelon juice. So you're like thrown off. You're like, this isn't a Bloody Mary, this is watermelon juice. And then the, the waiter just gives you a wink and it's like, Yeah, we know. It's and it's he's wearing the shell of the watermelon yeah. hat. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> yeah, as like the Mysterio uh mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay, wearing perfect. like the globe uh, thing. So the waiters are cosplaying as Marvel characters. Exactly. This, but using the elements they're serving you brunch. Yeah, so each table gets a different style of brunch. Like Thor, it's just like manly meats and shit. Well, Mysterio, you keep wearing uh thor's it's like a, a thor dressed waiter but we get the mystery what does he make the costume out of it's got to be from the animal parts uh, thor is dressed like thor but but how does he make the costume you said the mysterio wears a watermelon no watermelon I, i'm juice. taking that back mysterio's wearing the globe thing the watermelon the, the as a and it's watermelon he's a unique special oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. only for the water only for the yeah all right i'm disappointed <laughs> that you didn't think of a joke yeah for all the different marvel characters at your brunch I, I, and what they would wear <laughs> I, I i i guess you could just do like the meat costume that lady gaga wore put that on thor <laughs> so the meat dress okay there yeah. what about iron man Iron. He's literally just wearing like pieces of iron. Extract. Well, see, what I would say is maybe that you have some uh, liver and onions and eggs, and that you know, liver is high in iron. Oh, see, you're cleverer than me. Like, you, maybe uh, I should. And then get... Magneto's there. You know, he's extracting the, <laughs> the iron. They <laughs> they're they picking up there. people's forks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they can't eat right. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you derailed your brunch menu. No, it's okay. I'm gonna continue anyway. So, uh, you you get. A, a banana and then you take a bite and then it looks like a banana but it's like one of those cake shows where it's made with fondant and then it's just cake 
so you're accidentally eating cake when you're trying to eat something. It's like a Tokyo banana. Yeah, like a Tokyo banana. There you go. It's a common omiyage. And then the big kicker is you're like, look, I had the shits last night. I've I had too much fun with my friends. We've been drinking. So I need some fiber, right? So you get the most fibrous meal you can think of. It's muesli mixed with some berries and shit like that. Nice milk. And you're like, this is going to solidify my stomach. But then the waiter with his Mysterio watermelon mask dumped a shit ton of laxatives in it. So then nice. you're just shitting your brains out for two days. And that's the deception. That culmin- That's the brunch culmination. Right, it's all about that illusion of. So this uh, is the so when we get back to brunch, we talk about brunch pairings. Yeah, this is what you recommend that <laughs> yeah, our yeah, listeners yeah. yeah do in order to watch this movie. Right, you need you need to well you would need someone to do it to you because to really understand this movie you have to be deceived. You have to be deceived, right? Um, I think that's a very important part of this movie. Uh, is much like the um. The men who created the rings of power, mm-hmm. all of them were deceived. The elves and the dwarves, yeah, the, all the, and all of them were deceived mm-hmm. um, by because uh, you know the evil Sauron right. created the One Ring the, to rule them all. To rule them all. This is a very Lord of the Rings ass movie. Yes. I mean, there's the connections just are unending. You know, this brunch pairing is actually quite and it's kind of like Hobbit like. Yeah. Oh man, that's my favorite part of the Lord of the Rings is the Quidditch. Um, well, I made a Harry Potter reference earlier. Oh, that's right. So that 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 yeah. that's, that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, Mysterio's flying around in the air. It would have been tight if he was on a broomstick. Spider-Man would be a great Quidditch player because he'd just be like, fling. fling. He could grab that snitch with his web. Yeah. Slinging ropes. He'd just web all over the place, catch the snitch, feel the vibration of the I snitch guess, in his webbing. There's not a lot of, like, roofs or ceilings in uh, the, the Quidditch He could web up a bludger. Uh, and then fly around on the bludger. Harry, I'm webbing up a bludger. <laughs> oh, Harry, watch out. I've got a bludger on my web. I've got a bludger on my web. Yeah. Uh, good, good pairing though. Yeah, I think that was a very successful pairing. Yeah, and if, if we can uh, tie it in a bit more here, yeah, uh, you know, I've got a com, I've got a friend who's a comic book expert, uh, oh. Brandon, mm-hmm. and so the in the movie, Jake Gyllenhaal claims to be from Universe Eight Three Three, whereas Peter Parker is from Universe Six One Six. Loyal to the comic, Six One Six is the main Marvel Comics universe, mm-hmm. but in Universe Eight Three Three. Uh, where uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, like a back claim to hail from, uh, that universe, there's a a man named William Braddock, mm-hmm. who is British, and he becomes Spider Man. Oh my God! AKA goes to Hogwarts. Daniel Day Lewis, weapon of a bludger. Oh my God! Double D Lewis, weapon of a bludger. In a Harry Potter Spider Man cross. Everybody hashtag Double D Lewis, <laughs> weapon up a bludger. Let's get that trending. I'm sure, he would definitely do that role if he wrote that screenplay i think so yeah uh, also tweet us that screenplay yeah write it for us all right uh my pairing yeah let's do it okay so uh this is called far from home hmm. it's a bit of a world tour of a film a tour a world tour to force if you will yeah yeah uh, forces of nature yeah uh so i'm also going to do a world tour here so the, the film uh begins in new york new york city mm-hmm. so i'm going to start you off with a bagel and some schmear okay I, I like that. Maybe some locks. It's a nice breakfast dish right there. Brunch Maybe dish, yeah. But but it's okay if you hold off on the locks because the second meal, we're going to Venice. And Venice, hmm. you got to have that fresh fish straight out of the canals. It's the best fish. Oh, it's so fresh. When when we go to when we go to Venice, we got to get that canal fish. Yeah, the, the canal fish. It's, just, yeah. ooh. Oh, it's like uh, the unagi of Italy. Right? The umami of Italy. Well, there we go. 
Up next, you're off to uh, Prague. Uh, and you know wh- where 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 is that? It's it's in one of the countries where they put mayonnaise on potatoes. Mm. So what I'm going to say is uh, hash browns with mm. mayos. Nice. With mayos. That's what they do, though. Yeah. I mean, they eat hash browns, and they yep. put mayonnaise on it. Then uh, Peter Parker gets knocked out, rides yeah. a train to the Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. Mm. And, uh, That's how they say it you there. You just had hash browns. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to have some brown hash, man. Ew! What's, wait. Pass the refer to the left-hand side. Pass the Oh, man. One love, <laughs> one, one life. Let's, Let's get together, together and feel all right. right. When he started singing that song in the movie, I thought it was a bit inappropriate, uh, seeing that he wasn't truly high, you know. And yeah, um, but when you have that brown hash, oh, light me up, light me up, sir. Okay, so we got the brown hash. We're off to London. Don't eat the food in London. Fuck, it's awful. No food. Mushy peas, are you kidding me? Do not eat the food in London. Do you want diarrhea? No food in London. Nothing in London. Don't even eat. Don't even drink their water. We're going back to New York. Yeah. The final course. Awesome. Having a a New York breakfast slice. We're talking New York pizza. (laughs) We're going to put some scrambled eggs on there, some sausage. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, Bacon? Nope. Just scrambled eggs and sausage and a pizza? Yeah, maybe some bacon sausage. Cheese? Like a different type of cheese? Yeah, yeah, some cheese and breakfast cheese. All right, good. A cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's a, it's nice and creamy. Yeah. yeah, you get that a little also bit. Also known as curds and whey. Is this done? Like, are you hopping on a plane and you're doing this? Or is this all served at the same brunch and they bring it out on plates? Are You, you know, cr- David? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. For the for right now, for a limited time only. Oh, okay. Seventeen payments, mm. nineteen ninety five. Seventeen payments of nineteen ninety five. Yeah, let's not do that math. Uh, payments that you made in nineteen ninety five. Okay. Seven payments, mm-hmm. seventeen payments. If you made those payments to me in nineteen ninety five, I will come to your house. Right. I, I, and I don't know how much it cost, but seventeen different. We're payments, flying from Japan, so I will make you that brunch. You're gonna make it. You're gonna do the the bagels and the lye water to get them nice and crisp, and you're doing like a, you're gonna go to Venice and you're gonna catch some of that delicious canal fish yourself and stuff. Or if you made the payments, yeah, in 1995, right, 17, yeah, and you're gonna do all of this. I think that's the most generous thing I've ever heard. Honestly, you're a hero for the brunch service you provide, and that's why we're experts. You know, look at those pairings. Look at them. I want you to absorb them and then allow us to now rank the best brunch mo- uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, so we just drank bourbon and a beer while recording this. So <laughs> sure you can't tell. That's why uh, it's gone <laughs> off the rails here. Um, the bourbon's really nice. I think it just won an award. Uh, it's helpful. Best bourbon in the world. Well, bourbon has to come from. Isn't America. it kind of funny to say best bourbon in the world because, because all bourbon comes, comes from, from the same America. place? Exactly. Like the best champagne mm-hmm. in France, in France, in the world, and the best champagne in the world. Yeah, I like that California champagne. The uh, yeah, I mean, it's the best. It's so good. Yeah, All I like right. I like Irish Scotch. <laughs> so we're at the end of phase three. Yeah, we're we're also gonna do three phases. Right, we got three phases of brunchiness. Yeah, we've got. We've got the shit tier. This is like mm-hmm. your like 
not brunch. Like you're having grape nuts yeah. with water because you ran out of yeah. milk. And then there's a little laxatives in there because the waiter yeah. just deceived you. <laughs> that's your like this is that's your shit tier. That's your yeah. and then we got um we got phase two, we got your eh, not really brunchy, but not you know, but edible, passable brunch. We're talking about your Denny's, like a, a shitty Denny's. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. And then we got, then we're going to go into the top 10. That's going to be the phase three. Mm-hmm. That's your, um, those are your, you know, certified brunchy Marvel films leading up with the best. Coney Island, you know, something like that, or a proper brunch place, like a proper most, like a brunch that we've described. Yeah. All right. So 23 films. Mm-hmm. We want to get through this. We don't want to bore you. Yeah. We're going to fly gonna, through. We're going to dig right in. Number yeah. 23, David, hit me. I'm going to guess. No, we, we decided. You yeah, 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 I don't have the list in front of me. Um, I'm going to say Thor, Thor 3. Or Thor, Thor 2. Thor 2. Thor 2. Thor, Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Uh, many people berate this movie for being very bad. Yeah. It is bad. It's also bad. It's dark. Yeah. It's about dark elves. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of rad, bloody shit. It's it's a it's an awful movie, although I like it better than Thor 1. Uh, it is not brunchy. Not brunchy. Very not brunchy. And just you can just forget about that film. Number twenty-two, mm. the second least brunchy movie. Talking uh, the Incredible Hulk. I don't remember anything about this movie. Uh, neither do I. Yeah, and I and I know it's not brunchy. There's a guy, uh, Honey Bunny from uh, no, not Honey Bunny. Um, you know, in Pulp Fiction, in the diner. Well, yeah. what then? Day jobs? Not in this life. What then? Garcon, coffee. Place. Our soul means boy. This place? A coffee shop. What's wrong with that? Nobody ever robs restaurants. Why not? So he's pretty brunchy there. Right. But then he becomes like an evil Hulk and the Incredible Hulk. That oh, same actor. Jeez, oh, I don't remember anything about that movie. Yeah, so... Not very brunchy. You, no. you were more brunchy when you were robbing uh, brunch restaurants in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is an uh, interesting one. There's a couple scenes where... It's not in the MCU. Yeah, yet. Not yet. Uh, number 21, uh, we threw in Doctor Strange. Yeah, his hands. Uh, hey, he's, he's you need to use hands. your hands to eat, you know, and if your hands get all fucked up in a car accident... It's going to be hard to eat brunch. Well, and he kind of transcends, you know, it's like Buddhist stuff where they're eating, like, yeah. you know, air and just things nonsense, like, that. like drinking water. Yeah. It's... We only drink bourbon and beer. Yep. Yeah, that's what we do on this podcast. Doctor Strange, not very brunchy. No. Uh, I didn't like that movie that much. You like that movie? I really right? like the movie. I think Benedict is a very brunchy actor. He yeah, has a brunchy yeah. I mean, look about him, you know? I mean, his middle name is Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Benedict Eggs <laughs> Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, but, uh, that try better right? next time for, for <laughs> to have a na- to share a name with brunch. Yeah, but but make such a unbrunchy movie is a bit offensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm offended. Yeah. So look, uh, would you like maybe to come and have breakfast with me and some of my friends? But when I say me and my friends, I mean Andrew Scott, Rupert Graves, Mark Gatiss, and Stephen Moffat. Yeah. There's more. We're gonna have breakfast together at the world famous Speedy's Cafe. That is what I mean by breakfast. And cooking will be the most wonderful, extraordinary, really high-end London chef talent that is Unistubs. I don't do cooking. It really dries out my hands. All right, so that's that's phase one. That's yeah. that's the the dregs. Mm-hmm. 
moving into phase two. We're talking movies that are, you know, not very brunchy, and then towards the end we get a little brunchier. Right. But number 20, we've got Age of Ultron. Yeah, again, not a good movie. Boring. Uh, I think the guy who plays the voice of Ultron... He's like kind of an old white guy. He's in the blacklist. I can't remember his name. He was also in the office. Yeah, he was in the office. He's a brunchy actor for sure. His voice is brunchy, but that's like the only thing about it. I mean, they they destroy Kosovo. Is it Sokovia, Kosovo? Like a fake. It's not Kosovo. (laughs) It's not Sokovia. Sokovia, which is, you know, supposed to be a Russia like town. It's just like mass slaughter. Yeah. James Spader is that actor. James Spader, that's right. I'd like to invite the following people to join me for lunch. Jim, Dwight, Angela, Daryl, Kevin, Toby, Phyllis, Oscar. That's great. Let's uh, do this, he's guys. He's the only thing brunchy about it. But also, robots are not brunchy. Yeah, that, and that's a cute takeaway. And again, Enough. don't yeah. forget to send us the pictures of you fucking dressed as a robot. As a robot. We want to see those. Jim, would you prefer a nature metaphor or a sexual metaphor? Oh, God, nature. Please. When two animals are having sex, one of them is communicating a message to the other. Nothing is mutual. This isn't very helpful. You're going to want to hear the sexual metaphor. Was that not the All life is sex. And all sex is competition. Mm -hmm. And there are no rules to that game. That wasn't so perverted now, was it? Was that it? No, that wasn't bad. Number 19, we've got Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Bucky's greasy. He's a greasy dude. And metal arm. Hydra is Nazi. Mm, Nazi stuff. You know, Winter Soldier, it's kind of Russian. You know, Russia doesn't have great brunch, neither do the Nazis. I imagine like a warm summer afternoon or early morning, late morning, or late morning, early afternoon, you're eating brunch, the breeze is there. Not like a winter soldier, you know, yeah. even the name alone. I mean, it's still important to have your brunch in winter, but yeah, bad. Yeah, you have to, but coming in again, we got number 18, Captain America Civil War. So Captain America is kind of on a trend of not being super brunchy. Despite I think, him wearing red, white, and blue. Right. The colors of brunch. Very American. Um kind of goes on a dark path. Does I mean this movie is his hands dirty. The Civil War was a tragedy, all right. And I don't like to be reminded yeah. of the six hundred thousand Americans that died in the in Sokovia. In Sokovia. Oh wait, no, that was Age of Ultron. Uh, the six hundred thousand Americans that died in the actual Civil War, where uh, the mutants and no, and no superheroes like, were. This is to real register. life stuff. You know, they're referencing a thing in real life in that movie. It's not actually about oh. the Marvel universe. There's no, it's not civil. In the Marvel, it's like yeah, a, it's and not I, very civil because Tony Stark's like, I'd like to punch that. Yeah, you're eating the your shiny gonna, teeth. I'm gonna rip off Bucky's arm. Yeah, yeah you know, like that's not kill my civil. parents. Yeah, prepared to die. Murdering someone's parents, not civil. Ant Man's like a highlight though uh, in that movie. Yeah, he is real big. He, I think, I think Tony Stark being in it and not necessarily Captain America himself. He's quite brunchy. It's those keep it from being at the actually bottom of the list. Though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in next, we've got Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, a lot of people die. Yeah, uh, half the universe yeah. uh, blips. It's three hours long. It's very long. It's... It ends on a sour note. Yeah. You don't ever want to end brunch on a sour note. You want to end it with a nice cocktail. And, and also... then you and your friends hug and then you leave. Imagine assembling make out the affin- Infinity Gauntlet and yeah. not using it to create brunch for every 
uh, living soul. In, you know, in, and that's the, the thing. Couldn't couldn't Thanos just double the brunches for every creature out there? Yeah, and and or salt, double the planets, or double the planets, or just like double the resources. Don't have the people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Thanos, double. you had an opportunity for a brunch miracle. Yeah, and you screwed it up. Let it let us down. Okay, we're moving on to number sixteen. Mm-hmm. We're still in the the Team. lower half. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, still not very brunchy. We're talking Avengers Endgame. Captain America, pretty bad track record so far, I gotta say. Yeah, he's not doing well. He's not very brunchy. I mean, the movie's depressing. Uh, a lot of characters permanently die in this, including Iron Man. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I'd love to have brunch with her. She would be a great brunch part. I think she would like me. Definitely. Yeah, she'd definitely like me. Um, and, you know, Captain America gets old. Uh, Tony Stark dies. So... Those are three main, like two main, main characters in this. It, it's better than Infinity War because at least we've got Fat Thor. Fat Thor, you know he loves brunch. Yeah, he's but he might just drink his brunch. That's okay with me. Sure. If though, you do your prerogative. Do sure. you? Sure. Yeah, do you. Awesome. Eggs? Breakfast? No, I'd like a Bloody Mary. Number 15, Iron Man 3. I, I remember this movie loosely. Not one of the best Marvel. Ben Kingsley in it. He's playing yeah. like a weird terrorist kind of guy. Right. He's a little brunchy because it turns out he's just a goofy actor that's right. getting money to pretend to be this evil guy. I say hide, yeah, hide. Like but a it's a military industrial. As far as part. Iron Man movies go, it's pretty serious. It's the one with all the Iron Mans that show up. Yeah, it's yeah. He had like Iron fifteen Man. Iron Mans in it. You would think too that many would, Iron Mans. Too many Iron Mans. I just want Tony Stark Iron Man. I don't need. We, we said it earlier. Robots, robots aren't brunchy. Yeah. And and these are robotic Iron. And also Man's. we got like Gwyneth Paltrow turning like into like a fire thing and she keeps selling her goo. Goop. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, number fourteen. Yeah. We are still not in the upper echelon mm. of brunch films. Not yet. Not halfway. We are? Oh, yeah, we are. It's twenty three. Oh you're right, no. Yeah, no. We're not. Mm. Um number fourteen, we're talking the Avengers. Uh, Marvel's The Avengers. Loki is brunchy. He's funny. He's charming. He's good-looking. Women like him. Yeah, Loki's uh, Loki's brunchy. But we're also talking about the destruction of New York. Which isn't brunchy. I mean, New York's a very brunchy town. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's a little higher on the list. They do eat shawarma at the end, which might be one of the only food scenes right. in uh, Marvel it, Universe. It catapults it above the rest because of yeah. the shawarma. But it is at the very end of the credits. you got to wait a long time for that. But it still counts. I mean, we all notice it through those uh, those credit scenes. But again, we, we talked about like robots not really being brunchy, yeah. and there's a lot of like weird alien robot kind of things Yeah, there's through. big snake things and stuff. Yeah. All right. Hey. All right. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just... Take a date. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. We're not finished yet. Coming in hot. We've got Captain America, the first Avenger. This is old school America. Yeah, just outside of the brunch. the, the, The top, you know, the top half here. But towards the top of phase two. For sure. Uh, Yeah. Good old America. America back then was not Nazis. a brunchy place. People ate at home. They had Diners to ration were... butter. They yeah. had to use margarine. Exactly. World War II was not a brunchy time. No. And But a... the heroics of Captain America gave us a society in which we can have brunch. Yeah, they, we didn't have to you know, ration our butter anymore because of Captain America. Yeah. And I think that's important. It's, it's important to recognize his sacrifice and being frozen for the future. You know? Yeah. So. Thank Much like I've got some uh, meat frozen to cook for brunch next weekend. Oh, yeah. Sure. Fantastic. Okay, number 12. Forget we got two more movies in phase two here. Phase two brunchiness. We got Spider-Man Homecoming. 
not very brunchy. I mean, it's starting to get brunchy. Like I, I just call it, yep. I call this brunchy. We've way. entered the brunch phase of of Marvel. Yeah. I, I mean, there's the some phases. dark scenes. You it's, kind of it's a, a lot of it's at night. Yeah, you reminded me of that. Um, I guess origin stories kind of come off as brunchy because there's always a charming where they're before the superhero thing. There's, yeah, there's good comic relief. Yeah. You know, we're talking about high schoolers. We can kind of this is a you know the the, the weight of the world is not on this this film. Yeah, which is not true of the Avengers films and you know Doctor Strange. You know, he's mm. talking to an all powerful universe god. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to the point where, like, oh, the stakes aren't so high. Yeah. Like, worst case. Uh, That's nice, though, not having yeah. stakes so high. When the, you know, If the Earth is not doomed, it's actually a bit more relaxing watching these movies. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. All right. Number 11. This is the final. We're now in the, the half, though. We've crossed the halfway point. Yep. The final film in phase two. Yeah. Uh, we got the first Thor movie. In my opinion, the worst of the Marvel movies. You think it's worse than uh, Thor 2? Yes. And uh, it's like in, it's so embarrassingly stupid. It's much like The Hobbit, really. You got people with bows and arrows. <laughs> Are you criticizing The Hobbit, which we haven't released yet because it's so good? That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's like just in like the desert, and he's just like fighting this like Cyclops. It's super low budget. And yeah. low budget worked it looked for awful. Iron Man. It looked so but bad. Thor was just kind of like, ooh. Like... He was perfectly cast. Like, even then, I was like, this guy looks like... But they were still is... taking him seriously, and nah, it just didn't, it it just just didn't, didn't work. work. And, like, yeah. Natalie Portman is in it. What a waste. She was such a rant. She, she's been wasted in two of these, like, Star Wars... Well, I don't want to be too critical of her in Star Wars, and... Um, and then, and also in, in in the Marvel, she she should stick to more actual people roles. Um, How'd you get inside that cloud? Also, how could you eat an entire box of Pop-Tarts and still be this hungry? This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! That's phase two. Yeah. So we got uh, we got the top ten coming up here. Yeah. We got phase, this is phase one, brunchiness. Or phase three, brunchiness. The brunchiest of the Marvel films. Coming in at number ten, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right. Didn't um, care for this movie, not very did good. Did not like the movie. Objective. But very colorful. It all takes place during day. You know, you find out he's half god. Is that is that is that the idea? Half god. We got kind of like a love child thing going yeah. on. We got the soundtrack. The good soundtrack. Galaxy, good pop sound- music. <laughs> so, you know, close, but but no cigar. Right. I agree. Uh, but still, phase three, great job, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's still, it's in the like. If I had to do the one to seven, I'd say it's above a four. Chris the, Pratt, brunchy, very brunchy. Bautista, brunchy. Yeah. The very characters brunchy. are still charming and fun, and the music's still good. It rides it to number ten. Yeah, sure. it's hard for a movie to be truly bad and stay brunchy. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot of bad movies on, but they haven't really been brunchy. And movies that are really bad, we like kind Jungle of, to Jungle. Was, yeah. yeah, we had to. Speaking of Jungle to Jungle, we move from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 to Iron Man 2. Oh, there we go. Iron Man 2, pretty brunchy movie. I agree. Tony Stark, especially before he's got... He's like, balling out at this point. Before he's got like the Thanos problem. Yeah. He's kind of just like a millionaire that you know is eating brunch. Excuse me, billionaire. Yeah, he's screwing models. He's yeah. riding around. He's 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 having mimosas all day Constantly. long. And he's in an Iron Man suit while doing it. Yeah. So you know he's banging in that suit. He's having a good time. Yeah. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. Number eight, uh, we got Black Panther. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a fun movie, action-oriented. There's a lot of day scenes. There's a couple night yeah. scenes, but they're in Korea, which is tight. Yeah. It's, it's outdoors. Korea's probably got some dope brunch. Yeah, dope brunch in Korea. Um, I don't know. I, I really... It's a good movie as well. It's nice to watch. Good good soundtrack. So Yeah, it's also a movie you could watch in the middle of the day. Stakes Absolutely. are super high. I mean, everyone likes Black Panther. So. Yeah. When you said we are going to open Wakanda to the rest of the world, this is not what I imagined. And what did you imagine? The Olympics. Maybe even a Starbucks. Uh, number seven, we're going Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man is definitely, I think along with Spider-Man, as has a really character chosen to yeah. be very funny, kind mm-hmm. of knowing. Yeah. But like Ant-Man even more so. I think all of the characters as the Marvels moved on have become all like kind of winking at the camera funny. It's like, maybe that you could be, that could be a Before criticism. I, I, you could criticize and be like, there needs to be more. In my opinion, it's fun. So why would you stop it? It's fun to watch. I'm having a good time. Ant-Man is at the the funniest of among them yeah it's probably ant-man and thor are the funniest for me and uh, it also takes place in san francisco right which brunchy is town. probably one of the most brunchy towns in, in america but i, I but you and we'll see later we got ant-man is, is still not listed so yeah. ant-man and the wasp is a little less brunchy a little yeah. bit too much time in in like the super dimension the sub yeah. atomic subatomic sub- world yeah yeah a little yeah number six we've got guardians of the galaxy this yeah. movie, I think, would be higher. If without the space. It's just like, yeah, it's a space movie. It's dark. Yeah. They're not really eating anything. Some of the best music of any Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, Funny. Yeah. You know, lighthearted. Xandar looks like they got a mean brunch going on there. Oh, man. I, I know they're not a good... Is, yeah, it would be tight. Xandar is fine, actually. It's it's the Kree that are the bad. The Kree that yeah. are bad. And we'll we'll get to that in our next movie. Yeah, next movie, yeah. Captain Marvel. So the Kree aren't are very brunchy though because they're so snobbish and yeah. like hoity-toity yeah jude law is maybe literal the most, blue bloods yeah jude law looks green like, blood uh, i think green yeah you know jude, blood is blue until it comes out of your body they say that i don't know if that's it, it, when it's oxygenated but isn't it already oxygenated through your lungs oh no okay well I, it's I mean, your respiratory Jude... system, not your circulatory system. Okay, but the respiratory feeds oxygen, and then the. What are you talking? About? All right. Well, uh, I would say Jude Law looks like he loves brunch. Yeah, Jude Law is a brunchman. Um, yeah, he's he's nice and svelte, so but he's eating like a carb-free brunch. Yeah, it's like got that protein. You might have one mimosa. Might have an avocado toast if uh, it's a uh, if it's on rye. Yeah, he would only do rye, full full rye. That's what they say. Um, and the movie has like the 90s motif which 90s have been determined to be a very brunchy decade uh, 90s music as an actress she's like the like the blonde bombshell type you know so yeah very brunchy 90s 90s feels brunchy eating brunch is like going back to the 90s when yeah. like global warming was still probably going to be fine they didn't really think about it yeah there's a lot there wasn't the existential existential we were more worried about the ozone layer than we right. were about global warming yeah without understanding they're probably connected but <laughs> um, yeah all right number four we got the first iron man movie yeah again tony stark billionaire living the, large the only reason this isn't number one is there's legitimately like terrorists in it and he's in a terrorist yeah. camp and terrorists you know they don't like brunch no they they wouldn't they wouldn't abide by they it. hate our freedom well they i mean they hate our freedoms and they don't drink alcohol yeah. uh they, they don't actually drink alcohol and brunch requires a nice drink with it but this is the most tony stark tony stark gets brunchy just uh, it's, mostly daylight. I mean, I know the Middle East mostly low states. I, mean, I know that it's terrace and stuff, but it's very sandy and bright. I mean, you got to think about that. Like, yeah, it's very daylight. Like it's it's the music's good. ACDC is a nice brunch band to rock out to. The old Marvel movies music was is pretty funny. It's kind of just like 
weird guitar. Yeah, like, yeah just it's, riffing. It's, it's really bad. It's like badass. Like, look yeah. at these missiles. Where to, sir? Take us to the hospital, no. please, Happy. No, Tony, you, no you have to go to the answer. hospital. The I don't have to do anything. I've been in you. captivity for three months. There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. And the other... That's enough of that. It's not what you think. I want you to call for a press conference now. Call for a press conference? Yeah. Hogan, what on drive. earth for? Cheeseburger first. Okay, so we got... The, I'm gonna, what I'm going to give you, and this is in no no order, mm-hmm. but we, since we're down to the top three, yeah. just remind us what we have left. What we have left is Ant-Man 1, mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. Now, mm-hmm. we all know that Thor movies have ranked pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Spider-Man Far From Home, which yeah. is... Spider-Man has mostly been brunchy. I gave it a lower Spider-Man Far From Home, a lower brunch ranking in that we just finished it. But looking back, Marvel movies aren't. Like when we're talking about, we're searching out brunch movies, right? Right. So you need to think of this on a relative scale. Yeah. And if you're talking about, you know, action movies, all Marvel movies are more brunchy than, say, Terminator 2. Right. Terminator 2 would be like a one. You know, I mean, there's like nothing brunchy about it. But the... uh, I, I think Far From Home with the Europe, which we talked about as being very so, brunchy. So Far From Home is... Number three. Is number three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very brunchy. Europe is brunchy. It, it's still a brunchy movie. Leans on Comic Relief, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. You know, uh, teen, teenagers, much like uh, Gre- Greece. Yeah. Not Greece in Europe. The, the movie Greece. The movie Greece. And Europeans are greasy. Let's not, let's not mistake ourselves. So, uh, uh, you know, let's not cancel that point. It's a very important point, but... Okay, so we're down to the final two films. We've yeah. got Thor, Ragnarok, and Ant-Man. Yeah. And so um, let's just announce number one, and then you'll know what number two is. So drum roll. We don't... Well, John will edit that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The number one most brunchy movie, certified brunchy, most mm. brunchy Marvel film... As experts. ...is... Thor, Ragnarok. Yeah. And this actually is probably my favorite Marvel movie. I think it's the best Marvel movie. It's by far the funniest. It's the most fun. It's just great movie. It's, I, it's honestly like one of my favorite movies. Like it's yeah. so good. You can watch it over and over. It you know, low stakes, yeah. buddy buddy. We got Loki, brunchy, we got Jeff Goldblum. I mean, he's so brunchy. This is a great movie, and you know, we both love brunch. That's why we do this podcast. The entire movie is like in daylight. So it's then... only natural that the brunchiest movie is also our favorite movie. Yeah. Oops, there goes my pesky bladder again. Off to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure now more than ever that our friend Claire is actually Chris Hemsworth in a dress and wig. Why would Chris Hemsworth do this? He's a very famous actor. I mean, that would make him insane. (laughs) You're right. It's definitely our friend Claire. You know, Claire from college or growing up or something. The entire movie's in daylight, and then when it goes back to, uh, you know, when, when, when he goes to fight his sister in Ragnarok, it still has badass music and he's waving the thunder around. It's like still kick ass. Like it's an awesome ending. Everything about it is positive. Like yeah. other than the beginning of the movie, which is a little bit negative, it's very positive, fun, and cool, and just great movie. Yeah. Uh, and and it's not to take away from Ant Man two or Ant Man one. Ant Man one, which yeah. is number two. Yeah, number yeah number two as well. Uh, which is also very brunchy again. San Francisco, lighthearted heist film. Heist yeah. films are brunchy, I would say. Oh yeah, man. We did if we did the Ocean's uh, Eleven. Oh, Ocean's Eight. I did see Ocean's Eight. I accidentally bought it on uh, Google Play. Nice. Yeah, it's a nice right. waste of loan it to me. <laughs> So that's our that's our official brunch rankings. Yeah. We're not going to recap them because we've already gone too long. Yeah, yeah. But 
Thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Stan Lee. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Man. Thank you, Jack Kirby. Yeah. Thank you to you know all the geniuses at Disney for <laughs> for buying just everything <laughs> that just, uh, we hold monopolizing dear. the entire. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I really. I mean. I know that. Any you final can, thoughts on Marvel? You can be critical of these movies in that it's like a homogenization of what Hollywood's producing, and and that's absolutely true. And especially when like probably fifty percent of the revenue of Hollywood's generated by Disney. Hey, sorry, I'm late. It's fine. You ready? Yeah. You're gonna love this. But these are fun movies, and going to the theater to watch this is what's fun about going to a theater. You know, so. You can find flaws, you can find analytical flaws, you can find all that type of stuff, but I really love them. Like, I really love watching this stuff. And Maybe they're not the most brunchy of movies, but to cover them in the podcast is still important because they are the most, un, you know. They're the last, you know, the, they're the last, um, you know, monoculture. Yeah, we have left. Pop culture we have. Not, Game now, of Thrones is over. over. Uh, Mad Men, over. I mean, Mad Magazine just done Mad it. Magazine, over. I mean, what's left is, like, New York Times and... and uh, fake and news. Fake, well, I mean, now it's becoming... Like, New York Times is no longer legitimate, and we have the Marvel movies. Like, there's no actual Marvel culture. It's, it's kind of crazy. This is Star a, Wars is kind of... Yeah, people, like, really care. divided on Star yeah. Wars now, so... Yeah, I mean, well, now, really, for the last 30 years. Well, since 1999. <laughs> Which is basically 30 years ago. That's not since like 20 years ago. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, for the future podcast listeners. I don't know. I, I mean, I love it. So, you know, we, we've done these rankings twice now, right? This is the second time? Or did we do Star Wars? We did Star we Wars. Did, we did Star Wars, yeah. Have we done Marvel before? No. I guess we could do DC next, which would be miserable. No, no. <laughs> DC movies all uh, less brunchy. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman is brunchy. Signing off. <laughs> this is Andy. This is Dave. This has been Brunch Night monkey? Yeah. Yeah. Night monkey! Yeah. Night monkey, help! Night, Night monkey! Save us! What? Night monkey, we're stuck! Oh, no, no. Help us!